Yeah, half past uh, nine is the time. So, uh, President started at 1945 or so. Um, and about, oh, what's that? One hour and 45 minutes later, uh, concluding uh, his speech there. So, uh, quite the marathon speech there. I have Kanye Makwan and Lisa Ngobozi with me in studio. Um, Kanye? Let me start off with you. Yeah. I mean, just some of your reflections. Uh, a lot came out here. I think a lot of us were just really straining to hear something on the electricity issue. What we're sure. going to do to make sure there's better plant performance and that the lights are on. What do you make of how he covered that? Well, I mean, this State of the Nation address was the president's own make South Africa great again. You know, mm. if, 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 you, if, you, if you remember, Donald Trump had his own yeah. make America great again. And so that is what we heard um, tonight. I mean, there were some highlights, mm. you know, around some revelations coming out. And I think most significantly is the announcement of the Minister of Electricity. What within. a revelation. Huh? What a revelation. I think that it's something we didn't see coming. Mm. And it comes... Uh, straight off the back of uh, the president addressing the NEC uh, not mm. too long ago, saying that he intends on getting on top of the power crisis at sure, least by the sure. end of this year. So mm. we are seeing him now starting to reveal more of the nuts and bolts of what that mm. plan contains because he did um, uh, announce his five-point plan. And one of those plans includes taking South Africans out of the grid. He announced the mm, solar panel, solar. The, roof, the rooftop yeah, solar, yeah. and he announced that, you know, he, he wants South Africans to almost be subsidized, you mm. know, in, in the same way we, we have electricity boxes in our homes uh, where we can put our meters. Now each and every home is going to have a solar. Yeah. Now with such um, revelations, we see that it was the hot potato of the day, mm, you know, and yeah. so his speech really needed to hone in on why he's intending yeah. to do he needed um, even for his own political survival sure. he needs to look as if he's on top of things however the problem mm. is you know it's easier said than done yeah, we've yeah. been here before it's his seventh state of the nation address and I want us to explore this yeah. uh, this idea that indeed a lot of his own political fortunes I mean he got an overwhelming mandate at the, nas- at, uh, the national 55th National Congress of the ANC over the last few weeks or so uh, but in addition to that uh, we, the NSC's Lakhotla kind of had given marching orders that we need a state of disaster. Now, in so far as his explanations of why the case was made to the National Disaster Management Center, or what case that center made for this disaster, what did you make of that? A lot of it seeming to hover around unlocking hurdles or constraints to procurement. Uh, but it does seem, I mean, a lot of procurement could have happened without this. Um, so what, what is different about this state of disaster from maybe any other tools in the toolbox that we might have had? Yeah, I don't think the president was very great on the detail of that, right? Sure. Fleshing out what exactly this means in terms of procurement and how this national disaster will also unlock or tra- change the trajectory of energy insecurity in mm. South Africa. Because I think that is the primary basis for which why he's co- this this has come into effect. And so I think part of the lack of detail in that is that not showing us what is the necessity of this, right? Mm. Besides the insecurity around energy and the energy crisis, what does it actually mean for the state? Yeah. And what are the kinds of tools and measures that the state then has to deploy mm. to ensure that this particular action plan that he has spoken about is Im- is, is is instituted in a way that deals with the energy crisis, mm. right? So this particular ne- 
disaster manager, whatever it is that we want to call it, is not particularly new. And it's not giving us, giving us any new insights. It's not giving us any new ways of mm. dealing with the energy crisis. If anything, it's just showing us again the common thread or theme in um, CR's presidency of kicking the can down the road, right? And just shifting sort of the hands of responsibility. And I think this... Mm. Um, Minister of Electricity, I think, is also one of those measures and ways that he is strategically kicking the can down the road. Mm. And so not really being sure himself, what is the decisive plan and decisive action that we can use within the practices, the mechanisms and functional areas of the state to actually deal with the energy crisis. Mm. And so for me, it's showing me that he has no confidence in his ministers. He has no confidence in sort of the chairs of, of es- the board of ESCOM. He has no confidence in the minister of DPE. He just doesn't have the confidence of his cabinet or people within the department. So how do we then have confidence that the lights will be on? If, if, <laughs> if, if I mean, yeah, I mean, if Lisa, the sense is that, you know, his language and I guess the mood of the speech was one that said well clearly we've been trying to do some stuff and it hasn't been working Mm. and that's why we need to go as far as a state of disaster and um, I don't know I mean what you make Kanye as well of the shifting of the deck chairs I mean he was quite at length to emphasize that no there's still a role for the Department of Public Enterprises in the restructuring and I I want to pose that to both of you like what what are your thoughts on that I'll, I'll start with you Kanye on the messages around the evolution of the restructuring of ESCOM. So that's the one. And then the other one, the social compact story. You know, mm. a friend uh, Luas Isomnia was saying on Twitter earlier on today, he says, you know, um, maybe people should play a drinking game around how many times the word social compact <laughs> will come out <laughs> right. in his speech. And I, I don't know how many times it came out, but this time around, one does get a sense that it was 100 days last year, but now a bit more circumspect in putting a timeline to it. The president kept on making reference to social partners, you know, if, if we heard um, him clearly, and that comprises of business, the society, civil um, mm. societies, and also bring together the private and public sector. Mm. And when he talks about, you know, social partnerships, we're talking about a plan that is adopted at every level of society mm. from a government perspective, from a civil society perspective. But the only difference is that the needs of these different sectors are so different sure. you know so civil society's needs are around basic needs of um, providing water electricity mm. street lights so when we talk about pro poor policies mm. you know we've got to um, question within the social contract how are they factoring in um, pro poor policies because mm. that's what's of interest to civil society when we talk about businesses involvement in the social contract and social partnership mm. we, he, he spoke quite at length for instance in terms of capacitating businesses through unlocking emergency procurement, which is what um, part and parcel of the state of disaster will do. And so when we look at a social contract, it needs to be something that makes sense for Mm. everyone. And can all of those interests really be... Buy-in, yeah. uh, Can we have buy-in from all of those? It's too polarized. It Mm. is too polarized. People have totally different needs. And instead of forcing everybody to be singing from the same hymn sheet, let's have sectoral determinations. Mm. You know, let's have a sector and we determine the sector. This is going to work for you. This is going to work for you. Like the master plans, basically. Yeah, Yeah, unbundle it. Unbundle it. Have a master plan. Mm. So this is why, for me, the 100 days never materialized last year. Sure. And this is why two years ago, the 100 days didn't materialize. Mm. Because you're forcing a united front from, you know, what Netflix stands for, you know, but it's never going to work because our needs are so different. And 
this is where I take issue with the president, that he's idealistic. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes uh, the president comes across as naive and idealistic in terms of his understanding of society and societal needs. You know, he thinks that uh, private sector can meet all of society's needs that mm-hmm. government can't meet. Last mm-hmm. year, he made mention of the fact that government has limited capacity to create jobs for people. And that's why it's now the role of the private sector to come in and mm. fill that gap. However, let's talk about capacity and realistically, who is this business that he keeps talking about? It's what he's always been accused of, white monopoly capital benefit, mm. uh, benefiting them. It's white monopoly capital. When he talks about fitting rooftop solar panels, we're talking millions. Mm. Which company has that in Soweto, well, well, in the townships? Kind of, yeah, and I guess this is... <laughs> which the, company has yeah. that capacity that's black? Yeah, I mean, I think also just on that one, he he's saying that, you know, if you bank with a, a big bank already as a small business, Elokshin, right. then you're likely to get the support. But how many, I mean, I remember the Gauteng government doing a study, mm. uh, uh, you know, about two years ago, and they found that even some of the registered companies that are based in the township economy don't have bank accounts. No. So, so the big issue is if the channel to get the support is via the banks, then we're going to have the same trouble we had with the COVID loan. So... And even there, I mean, I think only around 20 billion rand of a 200 billion rand guarantee was actually used. And I think there are big problems there. Let's pause just for a second and uh, we'll continue with our discussion. Uh, we're going a bit further tonight. Um, it seems since the overtime, it's Pangele and Mongameli and the EFF, but it is 20 minutes before 9 p.m. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we're going to be uh, yeah, bringing all of this together and uh, wrapping up our discussions. I'm in discussion with Kanye Makubane and Lisa Ngawazi. And uh, short, very shortly, Mansu Pout is going to join me because uh, this is Mansu Pout's show. This is not my show, not my hour, not my portion. Stand a chance to win double tickets for you and your friend to experience the FIH Indoor Hockey World Cup South Africa 2023 final at the Heartfelt Arena in Pretoria this Saturday, the 11th of February 2023. Courtesy of SPA and SABC Sport, you can simply log on to sabcsport.com and visit the competitions page to answer a simple question. Entries closed by Friday, 10 February 2023. Terms and conditions apply. SABC Sport for the love of the game. 18 minutes it is before 9pm. You tuned in to Metro FM Talk here on the Mighty Metro. Uh, we are wrap up, I guess, the Sona. And you would uh, see certainly on SABC News on your television a lot of reactions coming through uh, at the doorsteps uh, of the City Hall out there in Cape Town. And uh, yeah, do share with us your reactions on the socials. We'll continue. I know the discussion will spill over into the midnight uh, yeah, discussions that uh, will be had in Let's Talk About It in the next few minutes. But, uh, Lisa, uh, as we get some wrap-up comments, I mean, I guess the same question to you. Insofar as the restructuring of ESCOM, I mean, this this sauna was an ESCOM and electricity sauna, in my view. Um, and, of course, the disaster management approach and the introduction of a Ministry of Electricity. How does that resolve the issues of the restructuring of the energy sector, which has been spoken about for the last three saunas now? I mean, I think somebody said on Twitter just now that President Saramaphosa seems like he's speaking from Mars most of the time (laughs) because you're not entirely sure if he's living in South Africa and you're not entirely sure if he even knows how his own government and different departments function in parallel to each other. So looking at the ESCOM issue specifically, I mean, you have DPE, you have DPD. MRE, and now you have the Minister of Electricity. The ME. The ME, mm. yeah. 
I mean, the Minister of Electricity. So all of these three functional areas are meant to solve a crisis that has happened for the past, or over a decade, mm. right? And so what new skill sets and what new insights, mm. what new capabilities, what, what new infrastructure capacities mm. are all these three functional areas supposed to do to solve the energy crisis? And I think the inability of the president, like I said earlier, to have confidence in, the, in his cabinet mm. is something that we really should take seriously. And over his presidency, we've seen him take a very insular approach in the sense of bringing people into his own kitchen cabinet, hoping that they will be the drivers of whatever particular issue that is required to be solved within mm. the state. And so for me, it really does signal the lack of confidence and the inability of our own ministers to be able to grapple with one and to deal with the challenges facing mm. the state more generally, but in this instance, ESCOM, ESCOM specifically. So this also wants us to question, what is the role then of the holding company that is supposed to be mm. established? Which is one of the proposals. You know? here, yeah. And what is the debate mm. around moving particular SOEs to their line ministries? Mm. With this, if we're seeing this particular move of the Minister of Electricity being put into the office of the President. And so all of these things, as well, mm. these moving parts, really signal a crisis within the infrastructure of the state itself to just not be able or capable mm. to deal with issues. And I think ESCOM is just a red flag of the many others that we've seen over the years. We're going to have to leave it here, guys. But I think, you know, I guess what I'm getting from what you're saying, Lisha, is that there's seemingly a lot of bureaucratic musical chairs uh, that is happening, which just shows Akondis in Zileyo insofar as the state is concerned. But Mansu, you know, we've taken up 45 minutes of your time. Mm -hmm. That's like first half in football. (laughs) And and I Um, get to work at eight. That should be known that I've been here for So you're going to have to share your salary this month (laughs) because (laughs) over time, that one hour. No, no, no. Uh, But don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. But Mansu, I mean, what do you make of the speech? Because, I mean... There's so much here. There's there's a lot, but I really think one of the things that really stood out for me, I think at the beginning of the speech or earlier on, mm. uh, was when the president mentioned jobs that were, cre- that were created uh, post-pandemic. And I was mm. like, but the, let's look at the ones that were lost. Exactly. And, the and lives compare that were affected. and yeah, off. So, yeah, so you yeah. can't say we've created mm. this many jobs, but the ones that were lost are far greater yes, no, for um, sure. than the jobs that were created. Uh, obviously, everyone's raving about the Minister of Electricity. Hey, um, yeah. <laughs> there's actually, there's actually hey, a hey. picture of him, uh, the Minister of Electricity. Who's the Minister of Electricity? <laughs> no, it's, it's a meme. And, and, and he's oh. like looking at a big server. <laughs> okay, man, guys, I want us, just as we close off, let's throw the bones on this one. Yeah. Yes. Who do you think <laughs> is going to be the minister of oh, electricity? I know. <laughs> I, I know. I'll start with you and then we'll finish off with this. It won't be you, Chief Commissioner. <laughs> Sorry, how did we get here? Congrats. <laughs> so Thank my you, money my money is either on Park Stau or Sikhletzigalala the newly sworn in okay. MPs because we know that yeah. they've been bro- they've been brought, brought in for in. S- for specific reasons yeah, they're not just there yeah, to fill yeah. um chairs it's not like there's been a reshuffle of MPs yeah. or anything okay. it's very um intentional and we know that Paul Mashadile you know who's who's most likely to become the future uh deputy president of this yes, country yeah, is also sure. there to start getting acquainted with parliamentary mm. processes and wow. you know we're going nice. to probably see them going into community 
committees that the ANC is a part of. But mm. definitely, I think that the presidency has brought in his people. Mm. Remember, each president has to be surrounded by his allies yes, and yes, the people yes. that he trusts the most. And there are many now who are close by. People yeah. like Sitla Zikalala, mm. um, mm. Parks, Parks mm. uh, people like Ukwen, not Gwen, who's the other Ramukhupa? Uh, Maruping. Maruping. Yeah, 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 you know, Zamani yeah. Saule, you know, yeah, from the Northern yeah. Cape. Mm. Those are all Ramaphosa. You think people. Zamani will be, go, come to cabinet? Well, I, anything is possible. Okay, Dr. Anything Zamani is, <laughs> I mean, he's already an MP. He, sure. Is he? Sure. No, is he? No, I think Premier And he hasn't been sworn in, but definitely between Parks and Sikhs. There is always a judge available to. To, to, to swear Take somebody in, yes. <laughs> Take the oath. Little, well, we're expecting yeah, yeah. a reshuffle. You're yeah. expecting a reshuffle. Okay. Yeah. Little, My money's on Gwede. One, Cyril owes him for December. Okay. One, we all know that Gwede is his pit bull and he's his fixer at the end of the day. Okay. And two, mm. and I also think that Gwede wants it. <laughs> and he's very clear on why he sure. wants it. And I think the mm. payback, you know, tit for tat, now is the time. And I think Gwede yeah. is the guy. Folks, we leave it here for tonight. Uh, yeah, do tell us as well, Nina Baniti, uh, who's your money on? Uh, Mansui. So Mansui didn't answer the question. What's going on? I was banned. I was I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? Yo, my Lindrich today was. Like <laughs> I look like it's Lindy. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I'll go with uh, what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, we're going to have to leave it here for tonight. Big thank you to Lisha Ngobos and Kadima Kubare for joining me. And uh, we leave it here for this uh, week. My brother, I'm going to have to take strength in Africa. Take strength in Africa. Take strength in Africa. Take strength in Africa.